0: Welcome to Know the Name, Know the Answers. This is your host, Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and I am always so pleased that you've come to join us. I love sharing information and friends and guests with you because there are some remarkable people in this world, and I just think they ought to be better known. doesn't matter how well they're known, they need to be better known. (laughs) So our guest today is Tom Palladino. He's a researcher and humanitarian, And he's seeking to make a difference in the world by providing people with the education and tools to restore optimal health. Now, I know that you all are interested in health because when I have somebody on here on health, the phone just rings off the hook. And so Tom's got this new way of presenting how we can get healthier. It's just incredible. And he wants to help enhance everyone's quality of life. Now, he began his research with scalar energy during his undergraduate years after developing a deep admiration for the father father of scalar energy research, or, in other words, Niccolo Tosa. Now, he was also able to study the work of a man. And, Tom, you're going to have to help me with the pronunciation of this guy. I want to say Hieronymus, but I'm not sure that's how you say
1: it. Hieronymus, correct.
0: Hieronymus, Okay. And his contributions, including unbinding the RNA and the DNA bonds of microbes, plaguing the agricultural industry and rendering them harmless. Now, the existence of such energy not found within the electromagnetic spectrum fascinated Tom. Inspired by these findings, he pursued a course of independent studies seeking to better understand and subsequently harness scalar energy. So... What he does is it's called Scalar Light, and I am so excited about this. Now, I have to tell you that it was like a year ago I first attempted to start getting Tom on our show because I was like, this is so cool. And some of his biggest fans are some of my closest friends. So, Tom, I'm just delighted you came to join us. Thank you.
1: Thank you for the invite, Sharon. Thank you.
0: Okay, so tell us about the Scalar Light. What is it? I know it helps us get deeper sleep and stay calmer and increase our energy and vitality. And what else?
1: You know, it's so simple. What is scalar light? It's sunlight or starlight. And it's known by various names such as chi or prana. Some people call it consciousness. So to define the terms, it is massless energy. It's massless light. It's not electricity. It's a different type of light form. And we are bathing. We are in a sea of scalar energy. Again, it's sunlight or starlight. So all of us, and I say this to everybody, everybody's an expert in scalar energy because it's sunlight, it's starlight, it's the life force of the universe, and everybody is versed in that subject.
0: Well, I just look at it, I think we all may be versed in that subject, Tom, but we're all unknowingly versed in that subject, (laughs) you know, so it's kind of like maybe subconsciously or unconsciously that we need to bring it up consciously. So
1: I I agree.
0: So one of the things that you have on your website is that actually helps to give us mental clarity, and it decreases inflammation and it helps our skin. What else can it help us with?
1: Yes. Let me first uh, uh, give a, a background for the listening audience. When I work with people with this scalar energy instrument, it is a scientific instrument, I work with people by way of their photographs. And what do I mean by that? People actually send me their photograph, and the photograph is the connection, if you will. The photograph has a an energetic field. And in so doing, I can access a person by way of that energetic field. Now, relating that to what you're so familiar with, with your science, uh, pneumology, That's an information system. A person has a name, and that name um, really embodies what that person is all about. That name signifies that person's essence, that person's course in life. Well, as a corollary to that, a photograph of a person embodies that person and signifies the essence of that person. So with that understanding, I work with people by way of their photographs. And in so doing, I enter into this realm of consciousness. It's an energetic field, if you will, or it's the auric field. And in so doing, once I enter into that energetic field, I'm able to send energy to that person energetically. And in so doing, I see that some people improve their mental clarity. Invariably, a lot of people, their sleep pattern improves. They have a deep and meaningful sleep. I will go as far to say is that these sessions serve to balance the seven chakras, to balance the brain waves. And in so doing, we see people develop a more pacific disposition. We see people are are not so antsy. People have a greater sense of equilibrium, a greater sense of, uh, of calm and tranquility. So this is an energetic session. We're working with this life force energy and it has a profound influence on the brain waves as well as the chakras.
0: Okay, so I'm curious, Tom. If I, as a kid, I lived outside in the sun, I could not yeah. get outside enough. So, was that part of my body? Because I know everybody around me did the same thing. Was that all of us trying to get more of the scalar yeah.
1: light? Yes. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. You, you've heard some people say that they're sun worshippers, that they, they feel the essence of the sun. And and in part, <clears throat> what you're feeling is that scalar energy emanating from the sun. You know, logically, you look at the universe and you say to yourself, where does all of the light come from? It comes from the sun and the stars, right? The planets are inert. So where is the life force of, of the universe? It's the stars, so it's star energy, and when you walk outside on a sunny day, you're experiencing the star of our solar system, and you're you're absorbing that scalar energy. And it's it's no mistake, you know. You could be romantic about it, or you could be scientific about it. But, but the quiddity of the matter is, a a a day filled with sunlight is a day filled with scalar energy, and it does enhance your memory, and it does serve to boost your your mood or or improve your mood and disposition. It's very much a physiological uh, import.
0: So my dad used to warn us on overcast days that we could get sunburned easier than on regular days because the the light would bounce back and forth from those rays. Can you get too much scalar light?
1: Um, I don't think so, and I'll tell you why. I believe it's a, of a divine <laughs> character. And as opposed to electricity, electromagnetic energy, I believe scalar is all good. It's all knowing. And I don't believe that you can be overwhelmed with scalar energy. And to support that hypothesis, if you look at the universe, we have an infinite number of stars. So we're constantly being, um, if you will, under the influence, being bombarded with this star energy from an infinite number of stars. Now, does that cause us any uh, uh, illness? Does that cause us to, to serve to produce disequilibrium or any type of discomfort? No. The stars are uplifting. So, to answer your question, I don't think we can get too much of scalar energy. I think it's in life force energy. And what I have observed, Sharon, it has no negative side effects. I've never seen any negative side effects with scalar energy.
0: That's incredible, Tom. Okay, I want to ask one more question, and you guys that are lining up to ask him questions online, hang on. You guys are going to come in really soon. Tom, how did you get involved in all of this? Give us a background.
1: It's really a calling from God, and I say that, and I don't take that lightly. This is a divine science. If we're really looking at this energy as, as the origin of the universe, then we have to look at it as the the light of the Creator, and that's what I think it is. So I was really led to this by God, by the Holy Spirit. And ever since I was a youngster I knew I had a calling to bring forward this light. It's an emerging science. And if you can imagine two hundred years ago with electricity as an emerging science well, that's where we're at today with this new and emerging science. But we're not using electricity as a power source. We're using scalar energy. So it has it's an avocation, but I think it's much more than that for me. It is a calling from God, and, and I believe that we're going to change the way we live once we incorporate this technology.
0: Now, do you use instruments that maybe look like crystals or, or it's just energy without anything?
1: No, it's 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 quite different. I, I, um, a crystal is not really part of the accoutrements of the instrument. It's a lot of engineering. It it has a lot of circuitry. It has a vacuum tube. It has a capacitor. I use two Tesla coils with each instrument, so it is a um, it's a custom built instrument, and it goes back to the work of an inventor by the name of Hieronymus. He's one of the few uh, what I would consider experts in this field of, of scalar energy. Galen Hieronymus received a U.S. patent back in 1949 for the scalar energy instrument, and ever since then, um, uh, very few people have been able to duplicate his work. And just once again, a testimony to his genius and the genius of a few other men and women who have uh, who have gone into this research, the scalar energy research. It is a distinct science. It is not electricity. And we will see that one day that these men and women have laid the foundation for this new and emerging science.
0: See, this is just so incredible for us. Kathy from Sacramento, you have been on hold. What is your question for Tom? And welcome to Know the Name, Know the <laughs> Know the Answers. So okay. what's your question for Tom? What would you like to know, my, Kathy?
2: My question is I have issues with uh, my, my AFib. And I was wondering if Tom could help me out in, in this area.
0: Does scalar energy
1: Stabilizes. work in that area, Tom? For, for atrial fibrillation, okay. I, I can't make any medical claims, but, but let me draw a reference to two facts. Number one, keep in mind I work with people's photographs. So I don't work with you, I work with your photograph, your energetic photograph. Now. Some people have told me that after working with them for a month or two, that this has helped their irregular heartbeat. I cannot attest to that, nor am I, nor am I giving you any indication of so. But what I do, Kathy, is I make available on our website free trials. Anybody in the world can sign up for free and send their photograph in. And with that, we will um, work with you. We will treat your photograph for free. And then you have, a, if you will, a benchmark. Then you have the ability to see if this has helped you in any way. But I can't go out on the limb, and I, I can't give you any uh, clear-cut um, help. I cannot correct an irregular heartbeat. I cannot. Okay. okay.
0: okay. Kathy, do well, you, you have a
1: follow-up up
2: question? No. Thank you very much, and I'll, I'll do that. I'll go on the website and then get in touch with Tom. Thank you very much.
0: Okay, now you guys all know that I always put our guests all their information on my website. It is on knowthename.com forward slash schedule. And all you have to do is come to the 10th of September, click on the No Radio Show, and you get all of his information. For those of you listening tonight, because I know a lot listen afterwards, Tom's website is scalarlight.com. Now I want to make sure you guys are spelling that correctly. So it's S C A L. A R and then light, L I G H T dot com. All right, I want to say it again ScalarLight.com. dot S C A L A R, light, L I G H T dot com. Okay, so Kathy, I hope you got that. If not, go to my website. You know, I always spell everything correctly on my website for anybody who thinks, oh, I don't know if I've got that quite right. Okay, Dita from Quebec. Thank you for yes, calling. I it's your to turn. Quebec. What question would you like to ask Tom?
2: Uh, Yeah, I get I don't know what it is. It doesn't matter how tired I am or um, or whatever I do. When I go to sleep, I always get up in the middle of the night. It's that magic 3 o'clock in the morning to go to the washroom. It doesn't matter what, like most people can sleep right through the night, no problem. But me, it's 3 o'clock
0: right in the middle of the morning.
1: Okay. That's I might I be able to sleep all the way. I want to sleep all the way through. Okay. Fair enough. I might be able to help you. When I am working with these high-powered instruments, there they are scalar energy, scalar light instruments. Not right. only can we balance the seven chakras, but many people, many people say that they have a deep and meaningful sleep therefrom. What do I mean? Once we balance the chakras... Your body finds a rhythm. And usually people have a a very uh, deep and meaningful sleep within the first week of trying our session. And some people say Mm -hmm. that their dream state is enhanced significantly. I will speak for myself. I sleep very, I have a sound sleep, but I have a deep and meaningful sleep that's uninterrupted. Now, I can't promise you that you're not going to get up again in the middle of the night, but I probably can, can more or less promise that you'll have a deeper sleep pattern because your chakras and your brain waves are being reprogrammed, if you will, by this energy instrument. So, again, okay. try the free trial. If you go to our website, this is why we do this. We realize this is a new and emerging science, so we want to offer a free trial. And in so doing, just send us your photograph. You don't have to do a thing. All we ask is that you send us a photograph of some part of your body, your face, preferably. But
2: what does the the, the photograph do? Like, what do you get from the photograph?
1: Sure, sure. Your photograph is your energetic copy. Your photograph carries the information of your soul, mind, and body. In other words, we're working with a new and emerging science in which you don't have to be present. We work with your photograph instead. Would you say that their
0: facial photo contains a unique scalar light signature of who they really are?
1: Precisely, just as their name, Sharon. Just as their name. Thanks for clarifying (laughs)
2: that, uh, Sarah. Yes. You're
1: welcome. Yes. So if we we look at a person's name that is distinct and that has their character and that, that explains who that person is. Right. And your photograph is your downloaded information on a piece of paper. So, your photograph is your energetic copy and it carries your information. It's your scalar energy signature. So, when you send me your photograph. Okay, so, what I... you do... so, what you do is
2: you have the photograph and then you have some kind of a mechanism that connects to
1: the photograph that's able to read what's going on. Is that what it is? Exactly. Like, and I don't the, exactly. I place your photograph inside the scalar energy instrument. And the scalar okay. energy so instrument will it's, scan it's, and interpret a, your photograph. Don't interrupt
0: photograph. him for a minute. Let him finish. Go ahead, Tom.
1: Your, the, the instrument will scan and interpret your photograph. Your photograph embodies mm-hmm. your your soul, mind, and body.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, is that okay, making so, more sense? Yeah, I just wanted to ask him, like, just so I understand a little bit make sure that I do understand it. Is there something similar? Because, I, I, you know, when you go sometimes to these conferences or shows and that where you get your aura done and then you see somebody takes a photograph of you and then you get all these different colors of uh, from your aura?
1: Yes, it's similar. In, in many ways, it's similar oh, to okay. that. Now, I don't use the same instrument. My instrument is custom no, built, but that's course. a good analogy that there are... Kirlian photography is, is another branch of this science in which... A person's photograph
2: carries their information. Right, right. Okay, great. Okay, super. Thank you very much. I appreciate
0: it. Hey, thanks for calling nice in, Dina. Okay, Anna from California. You're live. What question do you have for Tom?
2: My question Hi. was in regards to, save vision, because you know how when they say that if you look at the sun as it goes up, as it sunset or as it's, um, rising or going down, that it helps your vision, it helps you to get better. And I was yes. just wondering, would that is that anything similar to that? Would that actually help your vision, say, to get better so you don't have to wear glasses, like for reading pe- close or for far?
1: Yeah, some people have told me that the sessions help their eyesight, but I cannot promise that. Next, mm-hmm. you're right. Some people say that when you can look at the sun as it, as it is um, setting, as long as it's not a high noon sun, obviously, that... I have heard that some people have improved their eyesight and maybe the mm-hmm. mechanism is that scalar energy now entering into the optic nerve maybe that will indeed improve your eyesight but I obviously I don't recommend that because the sun can the sun can hurt our our eyesight so I, I don't necessarily recommend that but there is an emerging science to connect to that that is, the sun mm-hmm. energy, scalar energy, does carry information, and that information is mm-hmm. corrective information. And some people, I've heard this before, some people have said that, that sun gazing has improved their eyesight. But you obviously have to be very prudent in so doing, and you cannot do that unless it's a, a, at sunset.
2: Okay. Is it similar to, say, like the infrared light? I've heard before people saying, too, that by using the infrared light for, say, for their face, that it can actually help also with the vision to you make your eyes better?
1: Um, I, I would not say so. Why? Because I'm not working with electricity. Infrared is is a, 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 the electromagnetic spectrum. I'm working with a different energy force field. Scalar energy is not electricity. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: yeah, that's a hard one okay. to get because we're so um, conditioned by electricity that does so much for us that to think that there's another power source, another way of having energy – that can be just as powerful and just as dynamic, you know, that takes our minds a little bit of it to do a wraparound.
1: You're right. You're right.
0: Yeah. (laughs) You know. Okay. Thank you, Anna. Well, thank you so much. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you. Um, Okay. Pauline from New York. What's your question? that it's totally different from the
2: solar energy. And I heard of radionics. Obviously it's a different branch of energy. So, does scalar energy give off like pollution, like similar to electric, electrical, magnetic frequencies, 5G and all that? Is there great a way question.
1: to use the scalar energy to, great question. to balance great question. that out? There is no carbon footprint. And this is why. When I am working with scalar energy, it's massless, there, there is no chemical to it, it's pure light. It doesn't even contain electrons or protons. So something that is massless, there's no mass, cannot leave pollution, which is some form of mass, some form of matter. So we're working with pure essence, pure light. And with pure light, there's never any pollution. Why? Because there's no mass, there's no matter. And that's why I'm so emboldened, that's why I'm so enthralled with this energy. It cannot pollute. It cannot do harm. There is no chemical to it. It is—it's non-chemical. It's non-physical. That's the beauty of this. It's just it it's amazing. It
2: sounds very interesting. I missed the beginning, so I'm sorry if I asked you—you know—similar questions. But, no, Wow. No, so no, no, no. Wow! Thank, thank you, you for, um, Ask so, for
0: bringing him. You always bring great guests. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I have been very blessed with whom I've met in my life. So, uh, no, I was grateful for that question, Pauline, to see if there was something that was left over or not. I'm going to take one more question, and then I'm going to start asking more questions myself because I want to get all this information in. Again, though, Tom's um, website is scalarlight.com. Again, it is S-C-A-L-A-R for scalar and then light. L-I-G-H-T dot com. Again, scalarlight.com. And I'm just going to keep repeating that. And you guys know that if you miss it for any reason, don't have a way of writing it down, you can always go to knowthename.com forward slash schedule, come to today's date, click on no radio show, and all of Tom's information is there. How to get a hold of him, his bio, everything. It's right there. It conveniently is spelled correctly for you. Okay, I'm going to take one more phone call and then go back to some own questions. And that is Elena from Florida. Or I want to say Ilana, sorry. Ilana, you're on. What's your question for Tom? Thank What's you so much. It? So, should before we order a product, should we send you the picture
2: to get the right instrument if we don't have a lot of money to invest in but, the but, wonderful but, products that you have on your website? But
1: let me explain, Ilana. Let me explain. I don't sell any product. There's no physical product. People simply send me their photographs, and I provide a service, okay? I have done all the work. Not a problem. I I have a rather extensive, rather large laboratory. So there's no way I can reproduce that laboratory. So instead, people send me photographs, and I work with people remotely by way of their photographs.
0: So when you're working with the photograph, Tom, does it matter how old it is? Because I know that Indians don't want, some Indian branches don't want their photograph taken because it says it captures their essence for the next seven years. Does it matter how old that photograph is that they send to you?
1: Excellent question. It does not matter, and I'll tell you why. When you're working in this dimension, scalar energy, there is no time. Everything is in the present moment. So sometimes people will send me a photograph so that's 20 or 30 years old. And that photograph, nevertheless, is always in the present moment. So when I place that photograph inside the instrument, it's it's the present moment. It's the here and now. It is the present moment.
0: I just think that's so remarkable.
1: Yeah, you know, and
0: like some of us would like to stay looking like that other time. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Now, yes. you do a lot of humanitarian efforts. Um, And some of it's on the non-government organizations or the NGOs and their programs. So um, talk to us about that. What are you doing with them?
1: Sure. There are a number of NGOs or Christian uh, missionaries throughout the world. And literally, and I want the audience to listen to this carefully, literally over the past five, six years, I have received millions of photographs from around the world. And we're working with people in Africa, Latin America, North America, Europe, Asia, Micronesia, even people uh, from the Yukon. And people simply send us their photograph. Now, obviously, you don't have to be present. So all we need is a photograph. Any type of photograph of your skin, your face will do. And over the past five, six years, I will say without... Without hesitating and without hyperbole, we've probably worked with 50 to 60 million people around the world by way of their photograph. And what do we do? Well, we balance their chakras. Okay? All we need is your photograph, and we can balance your chakras. We've also discovered that this energy, once it enters into your energetic field, can transmute or can break down pathogens, can break down viruses, bacteria, and fungi. Now keep in mind, all we need is your photograph, and we can access your energetic body, your soul, mind, and body, so to speak, by way of your photograph. So we consider this, if you will, the the um, the treatment of the future. This is the technology of the future, and again, all of this is made possible by way of these scientific instruments. They're scalar instruments working remotely with people's photographs.
0: See, and that is just so amazing. And I know it's so possible. I remember going to a man when I was an administrator up in Oregon, and it's one I had heard about for a long time. And he happened to be there when I was coming in for my dad's 70th birthday party, um, you know, when I flew in for that. So I made an appointment, and he looked at just – he wanted a, a fairly current picture. And he could read everybody from their picture who they were, just like I do with names. And so I know that when you're looking at a picture, Tom, and you have that picture is their unique scalar light signature, that you can absolutely read it. I know that is so possible. So did you make your instruments or did you purchase them from a Tesla laboratory or um, from the man whose name I keep slaughtering? (laughs) Or did you create them yourself?
1: It it, it was from the Hieronymus um, inventor. Uh, This man, Galen Hieronymus, um, again, he received a U.S. patent back in 1949. And I was able back in the 90s to purchase instruments from his family. Um, The family members have since died off, and, and nobody survives to take on his legacy. So I'm taking on the Hieronymus legacy. And I've had to recalibrate and and reprogram these instruments, and now it's a variant that I'm using. But they are, if you will, uh, copies or or at least uh, close imitations of the Hieronymus scalar energy instruments. Now, why is this so important? Because there are very few inventors, there are very few engineers who understand this science and can duplicate this work. Only Nikola Tesla and a man by the name of Moray, those are the two Americans that stand out, and then Hieronymus. So those are the three men that I know of that have successfully created scalar energy instruments. Well, they're all gone. They're all dead. And frankly, I think I'm the only one right now, presently, at least uh, that I understand, that has a public uh, platform that is working with this instrument, that is working with this science. So it's a shame It's it's an emerging science, but it is a poorly understood science. And I would hope that others would get involved.
0: Yes. how If somebody wants to get involved, are you willing to train somebody or teach them? I mean, I just look at it and I think there ought to be hundreds of people that would like yeah. to be able to do this for others in their own communities.
1: Y- yes. My question, the answer to that question is yes. And then I follow it up, Sharon, with, Are you willing to spend the next fifteen years of your life learning this science? Because it's not done overnight. It's a science, and it takes time and effort, and that's the drawback. Because there's no money in it. All of this groundbreaking research, there's no money. There's no job. You you follow me? So the past forty years, the past forty years, I've not made money at this. Hieronymus did not make money at this. Tesla died penniless so this is the drawback when you have an emerging science like this that does not have an audience that does not have a market you're doing this alone and there's there's no income so unless you're financially stable um i don't know if it's possible frankly
0: you know tom i think that's interesting that you said it would take 15 years of studying this it took me 15 years that was the magic number it took me 15 years to figure out namology Yes. And to create it. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: And, and, right. and again, it's like, who's going to put in that kind of time?
1: You're right. And that's why we have such a dearth uh, of scalar energy researchers. It's not because it's not enthralling. It is enthralling. But, you know, I, I, I look around and I say to myself, who can afford to spend 10, 15 years without making a penny and and pursuing a course of study in which you don't know If if you can bring it to market, you don't know if you can, you can uh, turn a profit at this, you know, and this has always been the problem with, well, whether it was the computer industry or, or cell phones or, or or back in Edison's day, you know, a lot of inventors um, uh, back in the day when electricity was in its infancy, a lot of inventors did their best, but they wound up with nothing. They they wound up with a, a patent that was meaningless. Or or they just didn't have the money to create an industry out of this.
0: Yeah, it's it's just amazing. I would love to see someone pick this up as a philanthropist and pay you to keep going. Yeah. You know, or uh, how, it, pay people to study it so that we don't lose it.
1: Exactly. That's that's so appropriate and, and I'll I'll share this with your audience. It's more or less now an oral tradition. That is, I came across this inventor, Hieronymus, and I befriended his wife, Sarah, and she more or less turned over the laboratory to me. At the time I met her, she was 83 years of age. She was a brilliant researcher, but she knew she wasn't going to last much longer, and subsequently she died about five years later. So the baton was passed to me, if that makes sense. But it's an oral tradition, so to speak. It's being handed down from one generation to another. And if you look for any uh, university class, you won't find it. There is no university class that teaches scalar energy. So this is, if you will, more or less now still an oral tradition. It, it hasn't found its way into academia. So it's quite fascinating. It's, it's almost mysterious. It's almost esoteric, not, not on purpose, but that's just the nature
0: Of this science. You know, to me it is just amazing. Again, Tom's website is scalarlight.com, and you spell the scalar is S-C-A-L-A-R, and then light is L-I-G-H-T.com. So, Tom, if somebody was interested, would they have to be able to go to your lab and be present where you are present and able to study with you, or are you able to do it long distance?
1: I prefer to do it long distance. Why? Because I don't want them to to upset their lifestyle. And, you know, why should they have to travel a far distance and then rent a room? That doesn't make any sense to me. So, I, you know, I'd be happy to teach people, but I, I would really hone in on this. I would, If somebody is truly interested in scalar energy, learn from the master, which is Nikola Tesla. And Tesla, out of all of the inventors... Um, He's the most prolific, I will say. And there is literature that you can study Tesla. And I will caution the audience, do not study everybody who claims to be a scalar energy expert because there are very few experts. What Tesla has discovered is unique and very few people can even hold a candle to Tesla. So I would start by studying Nikola Tesla.
0: So, okay, because you brought up Tesla I'm curious because Elon Musk put out the, the Tesla car, is working on a brain implant now, the Neuralink, and just wondering, do you know if he's done anything with scalar energy?
1: I, I don't know. I, I give Elon a, a lot of credit because he's thinking outside the box, and he's, uh, he's challenging the world, and good for him. Um, obviously, his car, the Tesla car, is an electro, it's, a, it's an electrical car. It's not a scalar car. So um, he's barring the name Tesla and good for him. Do I think Elon Musk is involved in scalar energy research? Not that I know of.
0: I'd be interested to see if he would know about it. If, if that wouldn't be a direction, he'd be going, oh, wait, we could do something with
1: this. You uh, know, I'd like to know. Yeah, likewise, I, I would like to know.
0: Okay, well, I'm going to start putting that out there on his Twitter feed because I was invited to join their Twitter feed after they named their baby with those letters and numbers and everything. And I said, oh, this is what your baby would be like with that name. (laughs) I found it very interesting. So I'll see if I can't put that out there in a way that maybe we can pique some interest because I think he's brilliant enough that if he picked up the baton, it might go somewhere.
1: You're right. You're right. Or, or anybody. You know, I want this to be a, a global effort. I want this to be, and it is, a grassroots effort. And why do I say that? Well, if it's grassroots, it will work. Uh, if you have to answer to a board of directors, well, it might not work. If you, if the government gets involved, well, there's corruption there. But if if good and well-intentioned people get involved and it's a grassroots effort, it will succeed. So I endeavor to keep this with non go groups, non-government organizations, and keep this with um, uh, people uh, on a grassroots level. And in so doing, I think we're assured of success.
0: Now, if somebody's psychic or they're metaphysical or like in your name, you have a devout religious foundation or a moralistic, it can be interpreted as moralistic foundation uh, with high morals. Are those the people that are generally drawn to this, or what are you finding?
1: Yes. Why? Because scalar energy is prayer. Scalar energy is consciousness. And that's the type of person you're going to attract. You're going to tr- attract a person who has an appreciation of religion or science or a, an appreciation of beauty. And those are the people that you gravitate towards and, and, and vice versa. So if you will, it is a It's a genre. It's a group of people that are attracted to that beauty. That's what scalar energy is. It's the beauty. It's the intelligence of the universe. And you're going to attract people who are morally correct, people who are high-minded, people who are driven to help society. You know, very few people that I would say are money-hungry or power-hungry approach me because they just don't understand what we're doing. They lack the intelligence. It's people who are high minded, people who are morally correct. They understand what I'm doing.
0: You know, I just think it's remarkable what you're able to do, Tom. Just remarkable. And it was quite a while back that my friend Amanda, who's a lawyer, caught on to what you were doing and said, Sharon, send in your picture. You know? And so my question is if somebody's basically healthy, they're already sleeping well, they're already meditating every day, they're already doing a lot of those things. Would they feel scalar energy in the same way that somebody who would benefit from a correction would feel it?
1: Uh, it's hard to say. Every, everybody's unique. But I will say this. Across the board, just about everybody experiences a deep and meaningful sleep. And then secondly. Our ability to work with this energy and to break down pathogens, to break apart viruses and bacteria, that helps everybody. And some people, they don't realize that they might have a latent in- infection. And again, just working exclusively by way of their photograph, we're able to send energy to break down, to destroy those microbes, those pathogens. So invariably no matter what your walk of life no matter what your age or your current state of health you're going to feel some benefit
0: i just think it's remarkable what about people that have surgeries do you think it would help them heal faster
1: we have had a a um, what i would consider a, a good track record with people recovering from surgery and many people say that the scalar session will will serve to accelerate their healing Many people say that they never suffered from serious infection after surgery because they were on our program. So I would say yes to that. Our our sessions seem to accelerate the healing.
0: And who, when they get hurt or have surgery, doesn't want it to be accelerated? I mean, that would just be my question. Um, you know, I look at that as having just had surgery two weeks ago and going, hustle up. I'm doing all the exercises they gave me. I don't care how painful I'm doing exactly what the doctor told me, because I'm already saying, I don't have the patience for you to take as long as they say it's going to take, you know? And so if something can hurry it up in a, in a very, what I want to call very healthy way, like scalar energy, what a bonus.
1: You're right. You're right. Thank you.
0: You know, so incredible. So Tom, you've worked with people all around the world. You have people send in their pictures. What happens after like their time is up or you're not doing scalar energy on them? Have you ever followed through to say now maybe their sleep patterns are more regular simply because of the amount of time they had with the scalar energy? Is there any kind of follow-up like that?
1: We we always encourage follow-up. Now Some people... We want to respect their privacy and they, they don't want us to follow up. But many people ask us questions. We have a support desk and we will answer questions um, throughout the day. And to answer your question, I would say the greater number, greater majority of people feel some benefit. And, and invariably so, it has to be. Why? You're downloading all of this star energy, this divine energy into a person. So most people, if they choose to follow up, We have a fluid conversation with them. Um, We keep it private, obviously, but I would say the greater majority do feel better.
0: You know, how cool is that? Hmm. Right? I just think that's so remarkable. What have I not covered or not asked you, Tom, that you wish everybody knew about scalar energy?
1: Well, let me go back to Nikola Tesla. Nikola Tesla, as far as I'm concerned, was the first man to control. And develop scalar energy instruments and if you look at the latter part of Tesla's life he was working with scalar energy exclusively now he built a tower in Colorado Springs and then he eventually built another tower in New York's um, Long Island and what he was trying to do was provide free energy to mankind and what Tesla had discovered he could control scalar energy and with these rather tall and powerful um, towers, these tall towers that could give off a great amount of scalar energy. He wanted to scalarize, so to speak, scalarize the world, provide free power to mankind. That was his overarching goal with these towers. But he lacked the funding and, and he was poorly understood. But Tesla was successful in transmitting scalar energy, this pure energy, that does not leave any carbon footprint. And he was on the verge of, of transforming society with free energy. Now, in some way, I would like to, to duplicate his work and provide free energy to mankind, free, clean energy. Now, we have so many problems today. There's a shortage of oil, okay? There's a carbon footprint with our current energy system, our 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 grid, our energy grid. There is a scarcity. Um, obviously, we see the, the uh, a lot of people complain about air pollution and air quality from, from emission. Imagine if we could have an energy that does not have a carbon footprint. There is no emission. Imagine if we had an energy that did not pollute scalar energy that is infinite. Why? Because the stars are infinite. So what am I getting at? It's not only just a a group of instruments and a group of scientists. No, it's a new way of living. What Tesla was envisioning was free energy to mankind, free, clean energy. And I'd like to go down that road, and I'd like to offer to mankind free, clean energy. And in so doing, we'll break this energy crisis once and for all, and we'll have clean energy. And we won't have to worry about global warming.
0: See that just sounds remarkable. Have you heard anything about the G six energy? I know, I know we have the five that's going out now. Have you heard anything about the six?
1: No, I no, I haven't. So you're you're saying, right now, we're working with um, um uh the five energy, and, and the you're 5G. saying with okay. our yeah our five G with with um our cell phone towers, and you're saying we're looking at a six G already.
0: Yes, and yeah. yes. Because the 6G would allow a little box in some people's backyards and be able to do all of the community houses. And once you've paid for the box, you don't have to pay for energy anymore. And so it's attempting to pay for itself to be put in, but then in essence give people free energy.
1: I see. Okay. No, I'm not familiar with that. I I would simply offer this word of caution. That's a great deal of electromagnetic energy. And yes, I've never been a fan of electromagnetic energy, and it, it's been proven. For instance, if you are close to the vicinity of high-tension wires, that's been proven to cause cancer in some people and autoimmune disease, et cetera. What's my point? Too much electricity is not good for us. Okay? And I, I question the, the, the merit of these 5G systems. And if you're looking at 6G eventually, my goodness, that's a lot of energy. You know, to give you a stark comparison, you obviously wouldn't place yourself in a microwave oven, would you? And a lot of people say you shouldn't even use a microwave oven. Or if you are using microwave, you shouldn't stand next to a microwave oven. It's just too much energy. It's the wrong type of energy. Anyway, long story short, electromagnetic energy is unfriendly. Electromagnetic energy, I believe, does cause disease in some cases. However, scalar, which is non-Hertzian, there's no frequency to scalar. See, that's the big difference. Scalar energy does not carry a frequency. It's everywhere, and it's massless. It it doesn't involve this stream of electrons. So you're working with energy that does not have matter, so it does not have any chemical residue to it. It, It's non-Hertzian. There is no frequency. So there is no deleterious frequency to scalar. And I believe it's directly from God. I believe it's divine energy that doesn't leave a carbon footprint. So if you weigh the two energies against one another, electromagnetic energy against scalar energy, if I had my druthers, the entire world would be on scalar. We do away with electromagnetic energy.
0: And then we do away with all the harmful side effects.
1: Yes precisely. So
0: precisely. this is just incredible. Tom, if somebody wants to get a hold of you, is the best way by going to scalarlight.com?
1: Yes, go to scalarlight.com. Just take a look at the website. Familiarize yourself with our work, with our groundbreaking work. Again, we have a free trial. You just look at the very top of our website. There's a, an icon for the free trial. We do have a phone number. You can call us. Leave us a message. We'll call you back. We do have um, a support staff five days a week. And help us get this technology out there. Again, I I don't attach myself to academia or, or big business. It's all grassroots. And if you want to become part of our movement, join us.
0: I just think what you're doing is remarkable. Tom, thank you so much for taking your time to come on my show tonight. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you for the invite. I enjoyed myself.
0: I'm so glad. (laughs) And I'm so delighted we got to introduce this energy to my listening audience because I know you guys out there. You guys are action people. You know, I forgot to totally even say the phone number tonight. And I know how many of you have it saved in your books anyway so that you're able to call in regardless if I forget to say it. You guys are marvelous and wonderful. I appreciate you so much. Now, next week, we have Susan Madden. Now, Susan Madden, I have not had on before, just like I didn't have Tom on before. Susan Madden is a publisher of a magazine that I think is going to excite all of you and, again, answer questions on if you want to start a magazine, how do you get in a magazine, how do you get your articles in a magazine, how do you get known for what you want to be known for. And so we're going to have Susan on to tell us how to do that. And especially how to get in her magazine. She's out of California. She's got a great, big, huge following. And I think that's going to be really exciting. And again, I would like to also mention that it's two weeks ago now that my fourth book came out. And it's an itty-bitty book, which means it's very short, very condensed, almost like a Reader's Digest format, but not quite the same. It's an itty-bitty format. It's called Itty-Bitty What Happens When book. And so it's only available on Amazon. If you go to my website and you're looking for the itty bitty book, it will literally the link take you to the Amazon because I'm not selling that one from the office here uh, because I'm not the publisher of that one. And that's why. So that one is $6.99 and it's literally a, a tribute to my dad on how he taught me how to think by putting me in situations. What would you do if this happened? What would you do if that happened? And I put down quite a few of those to cause you to think, and what would you do? with a lot of suggestions, and then what my dad says is the appropriate way, and then how that piece of knowledge or that pre-thinking helped me when I was a school administrator and out in life to solve complex problems and help people in a very honorable way instead of having it be a worse situation because I didn't have my dad's pre-thinking. And so it'll just get you thinking, and it's very short. Like I said, that's only six ninety nine, dollars and out there. Again, I want to give you Tom's information at scalarlight.com. If you'd like to get involved, if you'd like more information, best way to get a hold of Tom Palladino is scalarlight.com. And I hope you join us again next week when Susan's on board with me. And again, this is Sharon Lynn Wyeth, your host, signing off.